Good morning and welcome to Friday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And how you doing? Man, all kinds of... We had every Fed governor, every... Federal Reserve, and not just Federal Reserve, every central banker of the world seemingly talking uh, in the last 24 hours. Absolute comedy. Really, if you think about it, uh, they're talking about, hey, we got to figure out a way to get inflation under control. Inflation, which, let's face it, six months ago they said was, you know, transitory. Hell, a year ago they said it didn't even exist. But we gotta figure out a way to get it under control and not cause the next Great Depression. No, they didn't say the next Great Depression. See, they're like, oh, without causing a recession. Uh, there's no in between. Don't be fooled. It won't be, though, it won't be a recession. And they know that. Because they've got all of this Debt monstrosity coming home to roost. Uh, I will say this right now. We, we, we expect, Jason and I both expect, uh, major currency defaults. Uh, Japan may be first. Uh, the Japanese yen getting absolutely obliterated. Uh, Reuters has been reporting this morning there was intense talk. Uh, with the Japanese Central Bank, our Central Bank, and Janet Yellen about some form of a currency intervention uh, to stop the yen slide. And the realities are uh, they're stuck. Japan's stuck in the same cycle we're stuck in, which is, hey, we got to keep printing money, and if we stop printing money, we're going to break the system. But if we don't stop printing money, inflation's going to really run out of control because as the currency gets weaker, the inflation gets worse. Uh, and, and I just find it interesting. We're hearing the word luck now. If you uh, And I can't watch too much of the idiot box. You know, the, the cheerleading channels. You know, no offense to Jim Cramer, but the guy's full of hot air, uh, along with all the rest of them. But you're actually, they're coming on TV and saying, hey, the federal, it's going to be nothing but pure luck if they don't cause the next Great Depression, Jason. Yeah, yeah exactly, Joe. I mean, everybody's got a... Everyone's got their little corner of the world, uh, you know, with their advice and their understanding of things, Joe. And uh, it's funny because you know everybody's wrong at some point. And these the guys uh, like Jim Cramer, man, I I don't know. I mean, does a guy ever admit when he's wrong? I, I don't know. Well, it, it really doesn't matter. Everything's down today. The Dow's down five hundred points, uh, and again, just really unable to go anywhere. Uh, and there's just all of these problems appearing in our bond markets. So quantitative tightening. It's fine. You know what? Here it is. Uh, you know, they announced the end of quantitative tightening. The balance sheet actually almost touched $9 trillion, uh, but it's finally starting to go the other way. Uh, and at the exact same moment, Foreign buyers disappeared in the bond market. Uh, and again, I think it has a lot to do. There's a lot of currency troubles in there. 
Don't forget, uh, Russia has still not, we have still not allowed Russia to make the bond payment. Uh, so right around the time where we're going to get that half a point increase is when Russia's going to enter into full-blown default. Right now they're in this 30-day grace period, uh, and we're going to force this default at the same time the Japanese currency is absolutely collapsing. Uh, Jason, there's a lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot going on, and the geopolitical stuff, Joe, is, is just slowly but surely just seems to get a little worse and a little worse, you know, right? And then all it takes is uh, one uh, one bad thing, you know, one more uh, emergency in the news cycle, and suddenly everybody uh, steps away from the table and takes their chips with them, right? Yeah, and this is something Janet Yellen may be providing cover. She came out today and said, hey, I don't know if, if Europe banning Russian energy is a good idea. And, and, of course, I think she's letting everybody know there's no good outcome here. If you thought inflation was bad, we'll see what happens. Zero Hedge has been reporting all week that they expect some form of announcement after the French elections this weekend about uh, banning of Russian energy. And if that happens, Jason, uh, we can forget about uh, you know, regular inflation, hyperinflation, this will be stagflation. There's not enough rate hikes in the world to get inflation under control if there's a ban on Russian energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and once again, uh, rate hikes, uh, the, the way the market set up, it, it things could be rosy and happy, and we're, oh, we're just going it, to, the markets are heating up. You know, that's why you raise the rates, Joe, says to cool off a market. And we're not cooling off, we're slowing down. How many times just this week have you talked about less of this going on, less house building going on, less of that going on? And uh, that, that's not when you raise rates and sell off your balance sheet. So even if the, if the news cycle is clean, everybody's happy, this is still going to end badly because you can't raise rates and, and sell you off your balance sheet, uh, Joe, when uh, the markets are slowing. Something's up, though. Something's up here, especially this big move down in Wall Street today. Uh, we're looking at the 10-year note in the two nines. It's been as high as two nine five. There's now I'm just just hitting the tape here. Uh, CME data now saying they expect a 75 basis point rate hike for June. So in other words, I think they know something big's getting ready to come, and inflation's going to be a lot worse, which calls for even bigger hikes. We'll talk about that when we return. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Don't let luck be there. It's it's incredible uh, when you hear them say it that hey, the Fed's got to get lucky. Janet Yellen. Well, it's not impossible. It's not impossible that you know we could get out of this. Yeah, I guess. Right. I mean, the 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 realities are. I actually think it is impossible. I, there's no winning here, but something is up something has changed here today um right now they're the fed funds futures so everybody expects a half a point in early may another half a point in june another half a point and for the next three meetings half a point half a point half a point i think that's that's kind of what people are anticipating now wall street doesn't want to believe that 
Wall Street wants to believe, hey, they're going to do a half of a point and maybe another half point, but then it's going to, you know, they're going to, uh, they can't keep doing it that aggressively. Today, they're now saying there's a 94% chance that the Fed is going to have to go 75 basis points in June. Just to give you perspective, a week ago, that number was at only at 28%. Uh, I, it just seems like Wall Street is anticipating for another leg up in inflation that, for whatever reason, they weren't factoring as little as a week ago, Jason. Well, I seem to remember when they got the first rate hike in place, Joe, before that time, uh, they were talking about a half a percent. Remember, just for a little while, there was a bubbling up, well, we better just go do a half a percent, and then... The markets got a little happy because they just did a quarter point. It seems like maybe this is the game plan, Joe. Hey, we need three quarters of a point. So that way, when they do the half point, okay, well, I guess that's better than that's better. That's better, Could right, Joe? Be. Could be. Could be. Uh, I, I'm more worried, and, and that that that's one explanation. I'm more worried about it being the other way, which is, hey, we really need to. And let's face it. The Fed should have already raised rates. We don't need to wait. Why wait another two weeks? Just have a meeting and just raise the Fed's funds rate. Oh, let's go half a point, half a point, half a point. That's 18 weeks. And they all know half a point's not going to do any. The the half a point rate hike they're going to do in May is not stopping inflation. So why not just have a meeting, uh, uh, say, on Monday? And let's get it over. We're going to go a point and a half right now. And, and here's the reality. You know why? Because the doubt would be down 5,000 points. That's why. It's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. Listen, it's so simple. We need demand destruction, period. And the only way to get it is to make interest rates so high that nobody can afford to do anything. Which what obviously causes the next Great great Depression, because that's what it's going to be. Because let's face it, the whole paper house of cards is starting to crumble. Japan is crumbling. The United States, we don't want to admit we're crumbling. We're crumbling. Right, think about, they just said inflation is the highest in 40 years, and we all know they're lying, right? We know it's, it's probably, if it's as bad or worse than it was in the 70s. If you counted it like you would in the 70s, this is where we would be. That's a fact. That's not conspiracy. That's not, oh, he's doubles just exaggerated. It's a fact. It's a fact. And what have they done? Nothing. What, a quarter of a point? Right. The mandate is nothing. It doesn't mean anything they could give to you know what's about it. All as they know is they're running out of time. That's all they know. And they're just hoping and praying. And Oh, let's hope and pray. Maybe we can get lucky. There's no getting lucky out of this. You know, the realities are, is they decide, they made a choice. 
They made a choice which said, you know what, well, we're going to be reckless. And we're going to create more money out of thin air than the world's ever seen. People have still, Jason, have no idea the amount of money they've created in the last two and a half years. It was so mind-blowing. Uh, all of the things that we're seeing today, uh, and again, and here's about it, we haven't even seen the bad part yet. And this is why all of a sudden there's a Russian-Ukrainian war. They want to blame Russia. It's not. Russia didn't do this. And, and the funny part is, it seems like they knew already what was going to happen. So let's just blow it up faster. Because that's all the Russia-Ukraine thing is. It's blowing it up faster. Right, right, Joe. That's, that's you know, you know my, my take on this always is that, you know, these guys uh, are, are planning this all well ahead of time. And so I think sometimes the, the problem they have is the timing of it, Joe. And having the control on the interest rates is a great way to time the crash. Does it need to be in June? Does it need to be next February? Uh, they can they can slow things up or speed things up simply by wielding the power that was given to them unconstitutionally since 1913, which is the creation of money and the control of the interest rates. Yeah, and and, and it's something where uh, unfortunately the the plan that we're going down, and I wish that uh, more people would be out there fighting against this, is that they want even more power. And, and think about the, what the ability of them is going to be in the future. Now, see, what they hated was, here's what they really hated. Man, even when we had interest rates at zero, you people, you still left money in your bank account. Even when we said inflation was transitory and it was at three percent and four percent and five percent you still left money in your bank accounts even when our bond market is returning let's go crazy today a 10-year note at 2.95 but inflation's 20 all right let's be kind let's be kind all right inflation's 18 15 even their fake number, eight and a half. That means you're going to lose, even if you bought a treasury, you're going to be losing 5 to 15% of your money through inflation, and yet you still leave money in the bank. Guess what? We need a digital currency. Because you know what we're going to do? Or we're going to do. After we sap all of your money and you bail in all these banks and you pay for uh, the the new digital dollar. Because let's face it, you don't just bring in a new digital dollar and say, okay, everything's great. No, you got to pay debts. you got to make all these bad debts good. And they're going to use your bank accounts to do it. And then guess what? Now we don't have to worry. We can just say uh, all mortgages starting tomorrow are 7.5%, right? All car loans, uh, if you got perfect credit, start at 5% and go up from there. And by the way, your bank accounts, yeah, we're going to just start out at, at negative. You know, let's use 2% because they love, whatever reason, they love $10,000 and 2%. We're going to start it out at negative 2%. Anything over $10,000 in your account, uh, we're just going to charge you a 2% fee uh, until you decide to spend that money. Right, Jason? I mean, this is what's coming. 
That's what's coming, Joey. It's, uh, it, it's what we. Do. It's why we do what we do. Because because there there's so many things, Joe, that can go left, right, up, or down. You know, it seems like Joe, when we're doing this show every day, we never know what we're going to be saying the next day. You know, what's 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 the next thing that some Fed guy says, or what's the next thing that the president's going to say, right? What's the next thing yet Janet Yellen, our our so-called Treasury Secretary, is going to say? And and it changes very rapidly. What's going to happen in your bank account? I mean, it's, it seems like with a very rapid pace, Joe, people better get ready because, you know, a digital currency is the end of a lot of your freedoms, and this is exactly where this thing's going. No matter what the news says, Joe, we've, we know for, for a fact digital currency is our future, and that is not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Uh, let me go over. We had the beige book out earlier this week, and, and I just want to read to you uh, what they're saying the Boston Federal Reserve. So this is going to be your, you know, the New England region. Economic activity expanded at a modest pace. So well, it's not great, modest, okay. But here was the, 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 big, the big thing out there, according to them, was non-labor input prices continued to soar. The New York. Central Bank reports that growth was at a moderate pace. So we get a lot of this moderate pace. Businesses continue to report substantial increases in selling prices, input prices, wages. Businesses can, uh, continue to be less optimistic. Philadelphia Fed. Business activity grew modestly. So, again, a big theme there. That's not robust, right? They're talking modestly. They're saying that that pr- the, praise, uh, the, the pace and prices grew sharply. So, again, this is this stagflationary cycle. The, the price increase is rising way above the economic growth. Cleveland Federal Reserve. Again, economy expanded at a modest, or I'm sorry, at a moderate pace. They are saying that uh, significant uh, increase in, uh, in uncertainty, continued upward pressure on cost, energy, metals, agriculture, commodities. So, again, Cleveland spelling it out the same. Richmond, economy expanded moderately. And you get the idea. Businesses reported increasing, rising cost of labor, materials, transportation, energy, uh, strong price growth in recent weeks. In other words, inflation getting hotter. Atlanta expanded at a modest pace. And again, you know, once again, price pressures everywhere. And, and, and it went on and on and on and on. Uh, Chicago, St. Louis, Minneapolis, Kansas City, uh, our Federal Reserve on the West, San Francisco, strengthened moderately. And once again, Jason, the biggest thing, the overall increase in pricing far, far, far exceeding the pace of growth. Commodities always get more expensive during inflation. You know, one thing, one thing we should mention more, Joe, is that uh, that that two by four or that pound of copper, you know these these commodities, these things didn't change. These things that ounce of gold we sell you that didn't change. 
it's the value of the dollars that you buy these things. You know, an ounce of gold has been an ounce of gold forever and ever and ever. A two by four is always going to be a two by four. Um, and, and these things actually don't really go up in value or cost. What it is is you need more dollars to buy them. This is why we sell gold and silver. It's 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 really is not not the job of the commodities to be low priced for you. It's it's whoever makes the money's job to make sure that you don't have to have more money to buy these things. And we gave that power away over a hundred years ago to a bunch of private bankers that are in uh, in it for their own gain. And this is what you get a hundred years later, Brad Joe. You get a lower standard of living and and uh, a lot of favors for the uh, guys on top and a lot of suffering down low. Yeah, and this is going to be something where. Uh, unfortunately, they've got the the media control. But this is why this show is so popular. This is why uh, so many people are, are podcasting this show, downloading the show, dying for this information, uh, because we're going to allow you to be ahead of the game. I promise you here, this, this is going to happen very quickly. Like I said, we're not getting to 2030 without a digital currency. I don't think we get to 2025 without a digital currency. And if you have a lot of gold put away before that happens, you're going to come out as a big winner in it all. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Something really, really weird has been happening. Have you, have, have you noticed? That the mainstream media is really underreporting all these fires <laughs> breaking out all over the world. You know, yesterday yeah. they, they covered the big uh, fire in Russia, uh, Russia's largest chemical plant. Uh, it makes uh, industrial solvents uh, just completely on fire. Uh, but here in the United States, I've never seen anything like it. The uh, all of a sudden, it just seems like processor after fo- processor after processor. This is food related. These places are catching on fire uh, like crazy. Just in the last uh, four months, there's been at least sixteen major fires at key U.S. food facilities. And, of course, you know, one of the big problems we have is this soaring food inflation. And now all of a sudden, every processor around, uh, number one, Salinas, California, yep. uh, they employ roughly Taylor Farms, 1,000 people. Uh, they're saying that the facility is a 95% loss. They said there's almost nothing left of the processing facility whatsoever, uh, no timetable uh, for when or if they're going to be able to get up and running again. Hermston, Oregon, uh, there was a fire that occurred on Tuesday at Shearer Foods. Uh, they, they, they said no deaths, but extent of the damage was significant uh, to the plant and the future is not clear. Uh, city officials concerned what the fire could mean for the community and the economy. Conway, New Hampshire. Neighbors had to help pull, uh, firefighters battle a blaze at their processing facility for 16 hours. This was just on Monday. San Juan, Texas on March 31st. Significant damage to a large portion of a fresh onion packing facility in South Texas. 
Jonesboro, Arkansas. Uh, this was a Nestle-related plant that produced Hot Pockets and Frozen Foods, Stouffer's Lean Cuisine, DiGiorno, Tombstone Pizza, uh, Major Fire at that facility isn't that uh, the, in Wisconsin. is that one that no, last one joe isn't that the i think is that the one that the, the plane hit it and that's what started the fire an actual you know what it doesn't say in i think the, the nestle might be happened. the one i think the nestle one uh, uh, brian and i covered this on fake and the truth yesterday it is and keep on going with your list there's more and more and more joe just continue yeah, this was a 90,000-square-foot facility. No timetable for when it's going to be reopened. Mountain, Wisconsin. Uh, the Wisconsin River Meats uh, burned down to the ground on an overnight fire. Uh, still under investigation. The old portion of the plant is a total loss. We humbly ask that you be patient and give us time to figure out what to do next. Fayetteville, Illinois. All of these, listen, all of these have happened this year. At the Delhi Star Corporation in uh, the St. Louis, uh, the single family-led operations, uh, once again, and it's amazing, fire said it totally destroyed its 75,000 square foot. It's amazing. That all of these fires, it's like everything's a total loss in these fires, Jason. They had that just about over a month ago. You had the Walmart Supercenter, 100,000 square foot, whatever building, uh, yeah, or a million, million square feet building uh, went up. I had a UPS uh, warehouse go up uh, about a week ago, uh, on and on and on. Of course, here in Colorado, we had uh, 100 homes burned to the ground uh, just a couple of days ago, Joe. A trailer park burned to the ground. Uh, an explosion at a, at a building in Denver a couple a couple days ago, uh, and then of course I've seen some of the apartment fires in New York City and in, in uh, Minneapolis. These these you know all over the country. There's weird explosions and fires, uh, and especially like you said in food processing and uh, the supply chain type of businesses, uh, but also even residentials. It's Joe used to be. Uh, if a Walmart warehouse the size of that one that burned to the ground, the entire country at least look at it for a day or two. But you just mentioned a whole bunch of buildings that should have at least got some sort of airplane. Nothing, Joe. Nothing. Yeah, I, I'm not done. I'm not done. Belfast, Maine. The potato processing plant in Belfast burnt to the ground. Fire crews from several towns had to come to try to battle the blaze. Uh, Lodi, Kansas, a fertilizer company in western Kansas, uh, had to evacuate as fire destroyed their facility. Uh, Claypool, Indiana, a fire broke out at a bag house in Claypool. It's a soybean and biodiesel plant. Uh, you know, no employees were injured. We keep saying, and these fires are happening like in the middle of weird times. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they said that the plant due to damage has had to suspend deliveries, uh, to the plant as they try to assess how long it'll be for them to reopen. With Winston, Salem, Carolina, uncontrolled fire at a fertilizer plant, forcing thousands of evacuations. Firefighters just had to back off as the plant got rocked by explosion, uh, considered a total loss. Sunnyside, Washington, 
A smoldering pyre of sulfur turned into a raging chemical fire. Joe, there was uh, a uh, there was a natural gas there. plant. A natural gas plant in Nebraska blew up less than a week ago. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, and it just goes, goes on, on and on. on. Here in Maricopa, Arizona, uh, I didn't even know. You know what? I live here. I didn't even know it. This was a food pantry. Uh, 50,000 pounds of food. The fire happened just 15 minutes after the food bank had closed. Uh, and they said that, uh, smoke was still coming out of the rubble for days. And they said the entire neighborhood was engulfed in smoke. Uh, and again, like I said, the list just goes on. It's incredible, all of this. Yeah, it seems like somebody should report that, Joe. Someone should be talking about that. I think that refinery in Louisiana, it took some damage and fire. Remember that a few months ago? It just it just goes on and on. I mean, I'm, the, the ones I got off memory, I'm surprised aren't on your list. It's it just the list gets bigger and bigger and bigger. This is an epidemic, but hey, your smartphone's going to keep you distracted with celebrity news and slaps, and uh, your TV is going to show you the same, right? Yeah, you know, you you, you talked about uh, the the processing plants. Uh, that are burning to the ground. One of them, uh, uh, one of the large meat packing processing facilities uh, near Atlanta, uh, where I want to say it was JBS, had 5% of the nation's processing. Uh, that had to close. So again, all of these things, these shortages, they're getting worse, not better. Paper Radio News Hour, we'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold's down a dozen here. Nineteen thirty three. Uh, silver's down forty cents at twenty four twenty one. By the way, we are still buying silver eagles. This is what I, how. Remember yesterday I told you, hey, nobody cares about spot price anymore. It's irrelevant. Doesn't mean anything. Uh, these guys got their head so far up their backside. Uh, but we're still buying uh, untoned U.S. silver eagles. At thirty-four dollars, which puts it right now at almost ten dollars over spot, nine dollars and seventy-five cents over spot. Uh, if you want to sell untoned U.S. silver eagles, like I said, we're paying uh, thirty-four dollars to the ounce at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Today, uh, I've got twenty-dollar gold, and it's Friday. Uh, it's been a, a big week. I, I think next week. I'm just, I'm worried for what's going to happen next week. So I'm going to put a big special out there. $20 gold today, $2,250. That's $45 off. 800-951-0592. If you want to trade silver for gold, uh, you can do that as well. The Dow is now down over 600 points. Uh, as once again, uh, Janet Yellen is talking, and Jason, uh, she just gave us uh, the, uh, the 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 kiss of death. Uh, Yellen says uh, the stock market not a reflection of the underlying U.S. economy. Uh, said, ready for this? She doesn't expect a recession. Okay, so we got to remember now. This is the same woman who said there wasn't going to be any inflation. Same woman that agreed with Jay Powell. Oh wait, it's only transitory. Now she doesn't expect a recession. Here was the worst thing she said. She says, well, inflation may have peaked. It has not. That's a lie. Okay, but this is the myth. We have to put up with high inflation for a while longer, Jason. See, it's just going to be a while. 
They, I, they want the inflation, Joe. I, I'm convinced the Fed has just, been just wanting it. Just a while it. longer. They, they want this yeah. inflation, Joe. They want it. And, you know, I, I've been saying this for over a year now. The, the markets have been crashing. You know, they go up a little bit. People get kind of excited. Then they go down. I mean, same thing with gold. It goes up and people get buy a bunch. It goes down just below 2000 you know, It cools off. Buy gold. Buy, at least gold is slowly going up through this whole trend. Whereas I'm looking at uh, the Dow, for example, 33,820, uh, April 28th, 2021. So a year ago, Joe, the market is sitting in the same place in the midst same of spot. 20% yeah. inflation the entire time. In my yeah. mind, we've been around 20% and, inflation the whole time. And, and, and this is really uh, what's happening here. They're at, either either at Janet Yellen's absolutely clueless, which, listen, I would love to believe that. I, I believe Joe Biden's clueless. Okay, that's that's what I believe. Janet Yellen, Jay Powell, they are not. They are de- these are deliberate lies. Really, and my, this is treason. This is our Treasury Secretary lying to us all. I don't expect a recession. Really, because last week you said, "Well, it's not impossible that we could get out of this." Which kind of means, yeah, but we're probably in trouble. And then, oh, by the way, maybe inflation is people. What, what, what is that? What do you mean, maybe? Maybe kind of means what? No, right? Doesn't that really what is that really what she said? Well, maybe it has. Which means, well, maybe it hasn't. And oh, well, we're just gonna have to live with it. Really? Wow. Because I remember, I remember 16 years ago when you came out with this baloney about a 2% inflation target. And that was the most important thing. And now you're, oh, sorry, oh, is it over two? Oh, it's way over two? Hey, it may be ten times more than two, Well, you're just going to have to live with it for a while longer. You know, and these Fed yeah, chiefs. I wonder how long her while is, Jason. These Fed chiefs, Joe. I, I, I vision, you know, the way I see them, you know, Jerome Powell, Janet Yellen, Ben Bernanke, these guys, they really are just they're messengers. They don't make these decisions. They're not the decision makers. I just want to strap them up to the lie detector. Get Maury Povich. <laughs> get them out of retirement. Strap them up to the lie detector, and that you you lied more than one thousand times. My vision, Joe, is that remember that movie Three Hundred, where the uh, you know the the conquering uh, the guys are they're coming in and Leonidas is dealing with the messenger, and they're coming in. Well, if you enslave yourself to us, we'll make sure that you have a good position uh, uh, as a, as a slave to our conquering army. And he he just kicks them into that hole and gets rid of that. That's kind of what I wish we could do with Fed chiefs: just kick them down a dark hole, never to see them again. Goodbye, and 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 let the people uh, have a have a uh, an honest money system outside your control, Joe. That's that's always kind of like my fantasy. And again, where is everybody? Where is the the people on TV calling, just doing what I'm doing? They're lying. No way, they're cheerleaders. And they all, yeah, they all kiss the Fed's butt, Joe. Everybody on TV. That's it. This is a, a, a butt kissing 101, and let me tell you what bus, butt ki- what that's going to lead to. You're going to take all your money. That's what's going to happen. Either you get prepared, or or be prepared to lose most of your wealth, because that is what is going to happen. And then they're going to tell you the digital currency will save us. 
And guess what? Like sheep that we are, most people are going to be out there saying, yes, give it to us. I mean, look at what they did with the mask. They had everybody in a mask with COVID. This is the same thing. But the difference is, instead of this just being a mask, this is all your wealth going away. One thing the Fed hardly ever talks about, Joe, you know, once in a long while, but they never talk about gold. If they're lying about stuff and they're cheating people, if they never talk about gold, maybe uh, maybe it's about time you, you understand that if the liars and the cheaters and the, and the thieves aren't talking about something, probably a good place to be, right, Joe? Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The lead pipe stone cold lock of the week. You have to have your order in today. Twenty dollars gold pieces. Twenty two hundred and fifty dollars. Jason and I are coming right back with the final segment. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. U.S. twenty dollars gold pieces. Red hot sale today at twenty two hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, we are buying. U.S. Silver Eagles uh, that are untoned. U.S. Silver Eagles, $34. Uh, that's pretty much $9.75 over spot. So if you want to uh, take some silver, trade it into gold, or, or just put some cash in your pocket, either way, 800 951 Gold's now down 8 uh, 1936 uh, continuing to just hang right in there. Silver, uh down 30 cents right now, uh, 24, uh, 28. The Dow is down, uh, 625 points. Uh, the Nasdaq's down a couple of hundred. Uh, I've just seen all these reports about, uh, Fed rate hikes. Now, Nakamura now coming out saying they expect 75 basis points. Uh, in the June and July meeting. So again, Jason, uh, these guys know, they know what inflation's going to do. Uh, I'm very curious to see what happens next week. I, I just feel like, uh, something significant is, has happened that inflation, which they were, you know, once again trying to hope and pray it down, uh, that was peaking. It looks like it's not peaking. At least this is what uh, the inside of Wall Street is saying is, hey, it's not peaking. It's actually going to, to climb. I know, uh, Jeffrey Gunlatch has come out now saying he expects the Fed inflation. Remember, they're saying eight and a half percent. Jason, he's saying he expects to see 10 percent or more. Yeah, I, uh, I agree, Joe. I agree. Uh, you know, I, I think the Fed's going to, I think maybe in their minds, I don't, and I don't know for sure, but are they going to try to inflate their way out of, uh, out of this thing, uh, like they did in the seventies, Joe? And then, and then in the 1980s, what, they got to spend a bunch of money, right? I mean, is that what they really think is going to happen? They, they'll inflate their way into balancing the market and then they can just start printing away like crazy for a decade and, and, and to have a party, right? But, Joe, it's not set up the same, so I, I don't really get uh, why they want this inflation. They obviously want it because they're not doing anything about it. They keep talking, but not really doing anything. They talk. They do a lot of talking. I, I agree. I don't know why. Why? I think they think why? they can inflate their way uh, into a better market situation. You, you can inflate debt away. It is it is a thing you can do. You can inflate debt away, make your your debt position seem half as bad. If you have $30 trillion in debt... And you inflate everything by 100%. It, it makes it look more like 15 trillion. The number's still 30 trillion, but you inflated the prices, of everything. So now your your debt doesn't look as big, Joe. And I think that's what they're doing. And when you don't have assets and you're sitting there with nothing, this is really bad for you because you're going to pay twice for everything. 
and you don't have any any way of of, of uh, sheltering yourself from it. So I I think that's what it is. I think they they're going to keep talking like they didn't want to do something. They're going to hit whatever number they want to hit, and then they'll cool it off. That that's what I see, Joe. And then it'll be a market crash in digital currency at the end. Listen, I'm no uh, you know genius of any kind, but in order for you to get inflation under control, that means the the ten year note has to be yielding more than the inflation. Has to be. Yep. And right now, Wall Street's starting to choke at, at two, two, nine, two, nine. Let's call it three percent. Oh, oh, it isn't quite three yet, but at three percent, it's starting to choke and everybody knows. We know it's not eight and a half, but fine, even at eight and a half, well, they're nowhere close. And even if they do 75 basis points for a few meetings, they're still not in the ballpark. It's got to be so much higher than that. It's why they haven't done anything, really, right? Yep.